Hello, I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And it's The Hour. And on today's super extra special episode... Dive team pulls hearse out of Detroit River. I didn't know the highway to hell went through Detroit. A guy in a jetpack flies alongside an airplane... People are getting creative to escape our dystopia. Ultra-processed foods cause cellular aging. Is that why I feel like I'm dying after I eat at White Castle? Honeybee venom kills breast cancer. That's right, ladies. Get ready to be stung in the tits. Amazon wants a big brother, but it's not what you think. Mm. And the FCC is allowing Amazon delivery drones. Meanwhile, the Amazon needs drones to see how much deforestation is going on. They're slashing and burning prices, that is. Mm. They're just making room for the Amazon Brazil warehouse, I assume. You know, the conquistadors were looking for a city made of gold, which is Jeff Bezos's new house. You know, he needed a third week of summer home. Oh, right, right, because the first two were, were full. And it turns out the drones are made in China, so you can expect your delivery in about five to ten minutes. <laughs> or not at all, because the drones will just explode in a fiery death. Do you remember that? They, remember that big thing? Uh, Christmas a couple years ago, everyone was getting the the little hoverboard things, the balance boards, and they were all oh, catching yeah. fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's China for you. <laughs> I think that's cheap products for you. <laughs> well, I think that's ra- lack of regulation for you, lack of corporate regulation. So there's a scene in Back to the Future uh, when he's back in time. Maybe uh-huh. it's Back to the Future too. Uh, and Doc Brown's looking at the time circuits, and he says, "Ah, this, you know, transistor says made in Japan. No wonder it broke." And Marty says, "What are you talking about, Doc? All the best stuff is made in Japan." And he's like confused. Do you think huh. that's what we're doing with China? I think so. Do you think Doc Brown he... said, "Oh no," or did you think he said, "Great Scott"? I mean, when? Because he says "Great Scott" on more than one occasion. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If he was saying anything, he would say Great Scott. I mean, most likely. Yeah. I wasn't hey, trying to correct the time you where there. He I'm goes, sorry. Where he goes, damn. Damn, damn. <laughs> he says, oh, this is a bunch of motherfucking bullshit. <laughs> is that the reboot with Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's the fourth one. It's the prequel, I think. <laughs> I look forward to that coming out. <laughs> So, Jeff, how was your week? Oh, my goodness. I am trying to do too much. Mm, mm, so mm-hmm. I've been I've been cooking a lot. Uh, and yeah, by I a saw lot, your, uh, your Instagram yeah, stories. By a lot, I mean two days in a row. And uh, so I'm trying to, you know, not be so fat or whatever. And um, it's working, except for now the food that I'm cooking is so good, I'm eating a ton of it. So I have this app called eMeals. And... Uh, not a sponsor um but it is an app that pretty much is that has like meal plans for you and it pretty Mm. much tells you what to eat oh okay like it gives you like seven options and you choose whatever options you want and then uh it's like 59 dollars a year by the way um oh yeah not a sponsor right so um it like you decide which of those seven meals that you want and then you can automatically export uh that to your kroger shopping list and then Kroger will get you none of those things because they're horrible. <laughs> uh, 
So I literally got I, I I did that and I was I wanted to cook all this delicious stuff and then Kroger got me like a quarter of the stuff that I wanted. It was crazy. <laughs> and uh, so then I ordered the rest from Prime Now, which has free delivery. BTW, not a sponsor. Uh, but anyway, so yesterday I made uh, some salmon with garlic and lemon and rosemary and some uh, uh, goat cheese and tomato quinoa. And today I made some uh, um. This wasn't on the on the thing because I didn't get my groceries, but I, I made some uh, chicken curry with like tomatoes, oh. and then had uh, like a goat cheese and butter asparagus. Oh man, it was so good, so good. And uh, so what makes it so busy is I am like cooking on Instagram now, uh, and so I'm posting those like IGTV whatever it's called these days. I'm posting those to Instagram, so I uh, am very busy, very busy man. Yeah, lots of content to make. Lots and of content to, to make. Yeah. I Well, and here's the thing. So my whole life, people have told me that I'm a good cook. And mm-hmm. um, unless they were lying to me, um, I figure, why not cook for other people to see how I cook? Even though I'm not a chef by any uh, stretch of the imagination, I thought, you know, I just do a thing. And I try to yeah. be funny during it. So whatever. Relevant to underscores username. And you can see possibly Jeff cut his fingers off because he doesn't do that thing where he holds the, the fingers in. I don't curl my fingers under that. because I, I've never. So I need to take a cooking class to learn how to do that because I, I can't ever like when I, when I'm doing it, I'm doing it fine. But then as I'm like scooching my fingers back, they always get under the knife. And I feel like I'm going to cut them more if I do that than if I just leave my fingers out of the way. You got to get the scooches down. Listen, don't make me remind you again. About the scooching. You in the red. Chop, chop. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad you got the reference. None of our uh, listeners did, probably. <laughs> I mean, I have read Goodnight Moon in that uh, cadence before. Right. And, of course, Christopher Walken. <laughs> wow. I don't remember what I was reading to my daughter once, and my wife was downstairs but you know we have a baby monitor when she was a you know she wasn't tiny tiny but she was younger you're talking about your wife uh, no no no, the baby oh, okay and so i was reading something i think it was green eggs and ham and the guy who doesn't want to try the green eggs and ham apparently one day i decided to read him as richard nixon <laughs> i do not like them in a box i do not like them with a box and, you know, I come downstairs and she's like, did you just read Green Eggs and Ham as Richard Nixon? And I was like, yeah, so <laughs> seems like the kind of, you know, it's it's fine. You could use whatever voices you want because the kids don't know. It's like Animaniacs, <laughs> you know, how they use like all these old timey uh, actors and stuff and their voices <laughs> and kids don't care, but adults get it, you know. And then they get older and then they get it. And they're oh, like, oh, he was doing Nixon why... this whole time. <laughs> That's why I have an appreciation for lots of things because I was exposed to lots of things and uh, now I get it. I get that reference. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like I'm doing too much now. It, it's it was too much today uh, to like not only cook yesterday but then also just for myself and then also clean up after myself and then also do all the dishes and then also clean the kitchen so that it was like almost um, almost clean enough for. Um, like a video and then also cook another meal and then clean up again and the podcast. So it's been, it's been a little crazy. So we had to pause for a second and, mm-hmm. um, cause my, my, my daughter came out 
And she said, Daddy, there's a bee in my room. And I was like, there's oh. not a bee in your room. Okay, so for the He's last... He's to give you a, a mammogram. <laughs> right. So like for the last um, like maybe three weeks, I've noticed when the sun... Because uh, my like our windows face the west side mm. of the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Do they snap at the windows next door? I don't get it. Oh, west side, I get it. Okay. No. No. No sharks over there? No. So I've noticed, like, in, in the sunlight, there are a lot of, like, like bees. Like, uh, and I go out there, and they're actually just, like, these yellow jackets, these hornet things, oh, you know? Motherfucking yellow jackets. I know. They're horrible. Um, so I went out there, and I sprayed, like, uh, I bought some. I know this is the apartment's responsibility, but they don't they don't care. So I bought some spray, and I sprayed it around my window and sprayed it around the kid's window or whatever, um, thinking that would be good. Well, they have been somehow getting into my child's room. Hmm. And it's, it's, I mean, it's a real problem. She's afraid of bees as well, so this isn't helping things. Um, but I just had to go into her room and get a, uh, like a half dead bee out of there. Um, exactly. They're like, hey, hey, how y'all doing? I'm a bee. I'm just going <laughs> to lay here and die real quick. It's going to take a long time, though. So I just had to go in there. Now she's gonna. She's afraid to be in her room. Rightfully so. I wouldn't want to be in her room if there were like fucking bees and stuff in there. So she's gonna sleep in my room until I come in there and start snoring, and then she's gonna come out to the couch, and then she's not gonna like her bedroom. Like I really need to just get in there, and I don't know what. I kill don't know the bees. What. Well, well, yeah, kill the bees. The like, figure out how they're getting in, you know, and stop that from happening. Even though it shouldn't be my responsibility. But I've called the apartment about bugs before, and they don't do shit. So that's important. Yeah. I was uh, at my grand's house uh, today to, mm. you know, say hello and you know get some stuff out of the garden, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, she said something about the hornet's nest. She's like, did I show you the hornet's nest? And I was like, no, because she had pointed out where there was a nest that you know it was. I think it was a wasp's nest. Uh, where there was one that she had, you know, gotten rid of. It was like, you know, a little one. You've seen those. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And I was like, well, you show me where that nest was, and that you got. She's like, no, no, no. The the hornet nest. And I was like, no. And she's like, come here. So she takes me around, and up on the gutter that goes from like the top of the, so it it like sticks out past the end of her house, and then the gutter comes down and then like angles in and then goes down the rest of the way of the house, like against the house. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in that like, you know, gutter pit between the house and the gutter, big fucking hornet's nest. Like, you know, the, the papery ones that you see probably about the size of a basketball. Oh. And she's like, I didn't think they were, and, and it's right next to a window in a bedroom that isn't used anymore. And so, like, she's like, I, you know, went and looked out the window, and it didn't look like they were they were using it anymore. Like, there's they're not there. But then I saw some coming in. I was like, so they're they're still using it. So yeah, there's a big fucking hornet's nest. Is that a... Sorry, I put my feet under the desk and felt something fuzzy, and I was like, is that the fucking cat? I hope so. <laughs> or is it a hornet's nest? Oh no! <laughs> that's, 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 uh... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So these hornets are a real problem. Yeah, I mean they're always a problem. Yeah. Do you need anything else, babe? Um, it's like hornets nest. Like what? No, no, not here. I'm talking about at his grandma's house. Good night, babe. Okay. Love you. Love you. 
the part the uh problems with being a podcasting parent you know <laughs> podcasting parent problems hashtag <laughs> yeah okay so how you was know, your week i think if hornets were from a state it'd be new jersey oh 100 percent. yeah <laughs> uh my week is you know um... say what <laughs> well, did you just you know, die yeah <laughs> you would oh, I mean, absolutely. We've five days left until school starts. Oh boy! Where half my students will be in on one day, and half will be in on a different day, and then sixty percent. Oh, actually, no. I'm gonna take that back. Fifteen uh, percent are gonna be in one day. Fifteen percent will be in another day, and sixty-five percent will be online. Oh. And I have to do all that and do all sorts of things. And they said, hey, we're not going to use Google Meet because it's not safe. So we got you this program to use. So you have to set up uh, all your classes on this program. And then today they sent out things like, that program doesn't work. You need to use Google Meet. (laughs) I was like, look here, you sons of bitches. What about Zoom? I thought everyone was using Zoom. Zoom. First of all, Zoom, you have to pay for more. We already pay for Google. Yeah, okay. Fucking use Google. Uh, I mean, luckily for me... I have a policy of I'm not doing that yet. And it it works out for me quite often because by the time I get around to having a chance to do it, situation has changed and I don't have to do the work twice. Right. So I didn't set anything up in that other program yet. I was like, I will get to it on like Friday or Saturday or sometime before school starts. Uh, It'll get done. It always gets done. So it's not like I'm procrastinating. I just put other things first uh, and then do like the tech stuff at the very end because it's pretty quick to do right you set your priorities exactly which I, is, which I, it's is... like basically especially this year this year more than other years it's it's like a er triage situation like all right i do not have time to do this because this person is bleeding to death so i have to do that first right which is why when my coworker texted me and said uh hey can you send me a picture of your uh what the fuck are those little like cartoon people that people do oh the the bitmojis bitmojis yeah, yeah. that fuck shit like could you send me your bitmoji i was like fuck no i can't <laughs> that's do you know how far on the list that is like that is so far down on the list of things i'm going to do i was like is that really necessary and they're like well they said we wanted you i was like okay well i'll add it to the list which is you know my pocket veto <laughs> pocket because veto, when they that's come funny i mean when they come to me and they're like, why don't you have your Bitmoji? And I'm like, well, because, Susan, I have 15 different Google Classrooms to set up and then 15 Google Meet things to set up and, you know, lesson planning for two classes and blah, blah, blah. And so when would you like me to waste my time making a Bitmoji? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's that. Though no, uh, we, we uh, saw the new Bill and Ted did you really we did i mean we we are fans of the bill and ted yeah uh, though i think my wife likes the second movie and i pretty much like first movie only kind of a person so okay so i i uh, like both of them i think so she she uh i guess maybe is more of a bill and ted fan then since she likes two and i only like one but I, either I, way, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know there was like a whole Bill and Ted lore, like <laughs> fan duel happening or whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's a fan duel. I just don't think the the sequel was very good. That's all. 
Okay, so you're more should... of a you're more of a Captain Kirk guy, and Becky's more of a Captain Picard guy. Got it. Perhaps yes. Yeah. Uh, so we so we got the third movie, and it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for this long review. That's eh, all right. <laughs> you got it. How did you get it? I, so you just purchased it on Apple, whatever. Oh, you don't rent it or whatever? I mean, it was only $3 more to buy it. So if I'm going to spend $20, I might as well spend $23 and just own Yeah. Okay. That way, if someone like comes over and is like, oh, I haven't seen it yet, I'm like, oh, well, we can fucking watch it. Well, we own it. And it was okay. Yeah. It was all right. <laughs> the first one was best. You know, well, it, you, of course. You can't really... I, yeah. You can't really redo that, like. But yeah, yeah. Well, George Other... Carlin's dead now too. By the way, I don't know if what's you knew that? that? George Carlin is dead now too. I don't know if you knew that. That's true. They had him there in hologram form. Oh, did they? Oh, that's interesting. As like a literal hologram, he was like a hologram at a museum kind of situation. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was all right. It was spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, forgot, forgot, forgot. Uh, <laughs> it was amusing because they kept running into themselves and seeing themselves in different situations was kind of amusing, which you've probably seen the the ad for it, like where they're looks like they've been in prison. They're like totally jacked up, big muscle, ridiculous looking. Uh, so that was amusing. I have, no, I have not seen. Any, oh, you've not seen no. any of the commercials? Mm-mm. Oh, well, not at all. Uh, so we've been watching that. Uh, well, we watched that, but. Last night, we got to the end of the night, just sitting around. Uh, I was watching some Deep Space Nine. Becky was putting the kid to bed or some. No, she had to run to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she gets home from the grocery store. I finish up the Deep Space Nine episode. We got Netflix up there. Like, all right, well, I get, what, what do you want to watch? And she's like, well, I don't know. And so I'm flipping there. I, I flip to, like, the main screen, and they've got an advertisement for Cobra Kai. Which uh, Cobra Kai? Is, so Cobra Kai was the the bad dojo in the Karate Kid movie. Oh, mm-hmm. and so YouTube, uh, the yeah. subscription service, created a series called Cobra Kai uh, that's told from Johnny Karate or whatever the fuck his name was, uh, <laughs> his point of view. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that so was much. Was his name Johnny Karate for real? I don't even know. No, no, no. It was, I think it was. I think it's Johnny, but his last name's not Karate. So Johnny Karate is a character on Parks and Rec. Oh, okay, got it. It's uh, Pratt. What's his name? Chris Pratt. Fucking Chris Pratt. Yeah, he yeah. plays a character called Johnny Karate. Uh, and so yeah, it's like told from his point of view. It's taking place, you know, in 2018 or whatever when the the show came out. Uh, so it's like 35 years after the movies, and you're reconnecting with these characters and it's the original guy and you know ralph malchio's in there and uh you know they pulled a few of the original people back uh to do this show and so it's sitting there i was like how about we give this a try we'll see we'll watch an episode see how it is sure uh five episodes later we decided we really need to go to bed really so do you remember a lot about the karate kid movies because i've i know i've seen them i just don't remember a ton all i remember is like uh a bonsai tree being dropped into salt water. That's all, literally all I remember. That's like Karate Kid 2. I don't know. Oh, there's the death toll for Karate Kid 2. What was that? You got a grandfather <laughs> clock over there? Uh, yeah, I got a new clock. Oh, okay. It's a grandmother clock, actually. Well, all right then. Uh, so 
I was familiar with Karate Kid. We have also watched them recently during the the virus lockdown. We watched a ton of shit, and so we did like an entire you know weekend where we watched Karate Kid one, Karate Kid two, Karate Kid three. Is there three? Yeah, there's three. I don't know. There could be ten, uh, and I have no idea. Uh, there's at least two. Uh, the new one with Will Smith's kid was meh, meh. Mm, uh, yeah, but uh. we're very much enjoying Cobra Kai. In fact, when you were like, "Hey, can we record at nine? I was like, "Hey, Becky, Jeff doesn't want to record till nine. We can watch an episode of Cobra Kai." She's like, <laughs> "Right." So we watched it, and then you text me you're like, "Actually, it's going to be nine thirty. And I was like, "Good news, Becky. We get to watch two episodes." <laughs> And then it was a little later, so we started watching a third episode and had to stop. So. Oh, is that why it took you so long to come down after I said I was ready? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I was well... watching, so it was like five minutes before I saw your text because mm. I was, you know, engrossed in this, this. I don't know how to feel about it because it's like, you know, you got the bad guy, but then he's doing different things. And it's like, this is much more complicated. You know, it's it's 2020 now. There are no good guys and bad guys. Everything is gray area, except for the cops. All cops are bastards. <laughs> you know, uh, Mr. Winslow would, would disagree with you on that. Mr. Winslow. From Family Matters. Oh, okay. I mean, he never once shot Urkel. You're talking, oh. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Fresh Prince and uh, Uncle Phil. No, no, no. You're talking about Carl Winslow. Yeah. I gotcha. I just saw, uh, I was just earlier today flipping through Facebook and someone had a screen capture from uh, Fresh Prince. And uh, was was his friend Jazz? Yeah. Yeah. So he was in court and he had his hands up and uh, his uncle was like, you can put your hands down. He's like, no, he's got a gun. I'm not going to accidentally be shot in the back here in the middle of the courtroom or something like yeah, that. Ne- next like, thing I know, I got six warning shots in my back. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, like, it's been uh, happening forever. Indeed. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, boy. Well, if you've been uh, shot in the back um, or if, if you take offense to those types of jokes, you can send comments or suggestions to us via email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you can email the President of the United States because he should fucking do something about it. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hour pod. Or tweet us at the hour pod and I have an Instagram. I, Which uh, we talked about already. We did. I've, uh, so I had a friend ask me today if I wanted to come to their house uh, on election night. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. First of all, there better not be anything projected and announced on election night. With how many people are voting by mail, it is irresponsible to put something out there when there's so much uncertainty can't they start counting them now though they cannot they're like situate like there's legal issues and situations of like when they can count them and whatnot so okay so even the election week i'm not visiting anyone i'm, I'm staying home i'm gonna be by myself because mm-hmm. if he gets elect- elected again i don't know man i'm gonna have to check myself into an institution or something it's 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 going to be too much. I, I remember how I felt um, last election night. Um, you know, I was with, uh, you know, a couple people. <laughs> and uh, it was just the air was just sucked out of the room. And, you know, someone was like, well, I guess I'll just go home now. And I'm like, all right, bye. And so just, oh, it was horrible. So it's, did, that, did, did that does that happen when they finally projected that he was going to win or did that moment happen before that? 
So it was a a medium length dive into despair, I would call it. Mm. Like as they're calling. So <laughs> So I remember uh Chris Matthews um we we're watching on MSNBC I think and Chris Matthews was there and he like he literally at one point was just like ah, and he put his head in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> like is this really happening and that's like it, as as things were being called as states were being called and we were like okay he needs to win this state uh you know or she, uh, hillary needs to win this state to to come back or whatever and it's like no way because it was like fucking alabama or whatever and man i don't know i i just can't i can't go through that again with more people i'm not going I... to and it's so close because it's september already dude uh, I think there's uh what sixty three days. Oh God, I have a lump in my throat thinking about Something it. Like that, I don't even. So, I I did not stay up very long on election nights. There was, I don't remember which, as we were watching, uh, they called. I I feel like it was like Pennsylvania or something. They called a certain state, and as soon as they called that, I was like, he's gonna win. This is over, and I just went to bed. Yeah, and oh like, god, I, it was very just... clear the way the math was going to go, and I was like, "This is, I'm not going to stay up for this because this is horrendous." And I didn't go to sleep; I just went to bed <laughs> and right. just laid there in silence. Well, and for the last like I don't know, oh, three years or so, I was thinking, "Well, mm, you know, it's bad. Like things are bad, but they could be worse." And then they got worse. And this is exactly why you need a good leader is for times like this. Um, and I, I, I don't know, man. I, I wish. So I wish that you know anesthesia, right? <laughs> Have you heard of this? <laughs> Hear this phenomenon? I yeah, wish they could. Isn't just... she uh, one of the Romanovs? <laughs> I wish I could just like get intubated, get anesthetized for like three days straight. Turn my phone off. Turn my TV off. I don't want to know. Once I, I mean, vote, there's nothing I can do. I don't want to stress about it for days and days. I just want to just be gone. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me you're not stressing about it right now? Listen, I'm stressing is, about is it. This only, is this only me? I'm stressing about it right now. But take this stress and multiply it by like 100, and that's how much I'm going to feel on election night slash week, and I just want to be out for it. I don't want to be a, like... It's not that I don't want to be alive for it. I just don't want to be conscious for it. We'll say that. <laughs> uh, well. Because I don't know, man. If I don't wake up, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a hard time. I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> if you never wake up, well, it could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> you could be living in Trump's America. So, you know. You could be living in Trump's second term. <laughs> Ugh. Well. Or right. America's final term. Well, we well, and we thought this would be America's final term, but you know, we're still here, most of us. Yes, well, that's because he hasn't won a re-election yet. Shit. All right. Well, I, let's. I don't think so. Here, there's people who pay a lot of attention to to all of this. There's people who have a general idea of what's going on, but the vast majority of people have no idea. And so when the people who pay a lot of attention attention 
lot of tension. Uh, I think I said that the first time too. You should have called me out on that. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I profoundly accept your criticism. Yeah, that was a, a great Fordian slip. There's just a lot of tension happening. There's a lot, of, a lot of tension. Like I, a level tension happening right now. A level. Yeah. Tension. A tension. There's there's a tension. There's multiple tensions. Lots of tensions. Going B on. tension. C tension. D tension. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're schooling me. <laughs> oh Christ. All right. Well, let's start being funny again, shall we? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I don't even want to finish making my point. I'm sorry. I did cut you off. My apologies. No, no I don't want to finish making my point. All right. Police officials in Trenton and Grosseal have known for perhaps as long as four years that a vehicle was in the Detroit River near the foot of Harrison Street in Trenton. You know, it probably has Hillary's emails in it. <laughs> And if it's in Michigan, uh, she didn't even come here to get those emails. So uh, uh, an issue I have is I always just assumed that, like, the Detroit River, the Hudson River, like, uh, the Chicago River just have bodies. It's just strewn with bodies and concrete and, like, uh, oh, heavy yes, metal waste and all this garbage in the bottom of it, right? Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Hoffa, some exactly, yeah, yeah. But apparently, they knew that there was this vehicle down there, so maybe there aren't as many vehicles at the bottom of the Detroit River as I thought, because I thought there'd be hundreds and thousands of them. Yeah, maybe. But Trenton and Grosseal police say that they have no report of a missing hearse, and know of no incident that would connect it to a crime. Hmm. The history of the vehicle, which includes ownership, has not yet been determined, Gross EO Police Lieutenant Kenneth Pelland said. Well. I assume anyone named Kim Kenneth uh, speaks in the voice of Kenneth from 30 Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. The I wish I could do an impression like that. Which includes ownership, has not yet been determined. I, that, that wasn't good. <laughs> but bad. you try. You I try. did try, indeed. The I, the Downriver Dive Team, which is all caps, so I assume that means they do this a lot. The Downriver yeah. Dive Team. It's awesome. They do these like they get their tanks on, and then they like do these flips and turns and right into the lake. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, that this is just their um, a little group they have on Tinder. The Downriver <laughs> Dive Team. They go downriver. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they go down anytime they can. Hey. hey oh. So last week, they began to get the vehicle prepared to bring it to the surface. So they've known about this for a while, apparently. Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so it was like training. They're doing it for training. Uh-huh. So that's that's why they were preparing. They're like, well, all right, we're going to train down. We're going to bring up that hearse. You know, we'll see what's in it. So the hearse has been underwater for so long that it came out in pieces uh, but there were some large chunks, and that's the same as the bodies that are at the bottom of the river. Mm -hmm. came yep. out, they come out in pieces. Yeah. But some There's large pieces. chunks. If you were in that, there could be pieces of you. That's true. Yeah. And I could be a, a jewel album, pieces yeah. of me. Indeed. Ah, that's just a bunch of foolish games. All right. Trenton Police intended to look into tracing the hearse back to its owner to find out where it came from and how it ended up in the river. If you heard childlike whispering just now, it wasn't the ghost of Jimmy Hoffa. It was my <laughs> child telling me that she needed a snack at 1042 at night. Has she tried eating bees? 
<laughs> They're crunchy. They're lots of crunchy. Uh, what, protein. <laughs> lots of protein. I, yeah. I imagine some fiber too. Mmm, delicious. It's very spicy in the tongue. Indeed. Uh, speaking of things that fly, mm. right? The FAA yeah. is investigating reports from airline pilots of someone flying a jetpack near Los Angeles International Airport. Was Lax. it the rocket? Lax, I said. Yes. Would you Relax. say? Relax. Get it. I said, was it the rocketeer? Oh, the rocketeer. Oh, yeah. You made me tell a joke twice. I'm sorry. There's a rule about that. I know. Well, I asked you specifically. Do you remember that video? Uh... I'm not fucking performing here at an Applebee's, Jeffrey. <laughs> it could be worse. Can you imagine if they had comedy clubs in Applebee's? Oh, my God. <laughs> It'd be like the worst place to go ever. That would be literally the worst place to go. They'd be trying to compete with the you know magician that they do at uh, Red Robins. <laughs> Magic night versus comedy night. Oh, jeez. Can I just have my hey. fucking microwave chicken and let's get out of here? Hey, how you like salt around here, huh? Yeah? Chef knows what I'm talking about. Hey. <laughs> ah, just kidding. There ain't no chef. This is an Applebee's. <laughs> so, um, the last time I heard about a jetpack was the one, uh, have you seen that video that was on Fox News? Absolutely not. Where no 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 you don't it's not the Fox News but it's a video, um, and this dude has like this water jetpack that sucks water. Oh yeah 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 I've seen those from a lake right right and he and and the news starts ah! and he like fucking flies into the lake or whatever. It's very good. It's very good. That's what I assumed they were flying. Apparently not. Apparently there's actual jetpacks. Uh, I didn't know they existed. You I know? mean I guess if you got drones you can get jetpacks. I mean I was thinking of. I, Inventing a personal drone, but apparently they've done it already. I bet they're super lame. I feel like it would burn your ass. I, I feel like it, it probably like, I don't know, some sort of like pressurized air situation. and You can't really go that far or that high. Otherwise, you like fall to your death. That's true. Well, two airline flight crews reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack as they were on their final approaches to lax, the FAA said. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty scary though like if you imagine like looking out your window and you see so, a dude in a jetpack like i would assume terrorist attack immediately yeah i mean if i were a pilot i i might stop flying i'm like i'm not gonna fly to to <laughs> lax anymore i am an ex lax pilot yeah. <laughs> i see you were going there but i was thinking he would like <laughs> he would be like you know um what are the what is it the yoke whatever they call it the little joystick thing what yeah, are they yeah, calling yeah. it? We we decided this one time on the, on the pod, yoke, right? right? Yeah. Pull back on the yoke. Pull back on the yoke, but then he would like the slam. On, there would be like a brake pedal, and he would just like <laughs> slam on the brakes, and the plane would stop midair. <laughs> it just chill there for a minute. Puts it in reverse and tells everyone to sit down. Put your head <laughs> right. down. It beeps. Beep beep. You should have just done a little like twitch thing, like slap the guy with the jetpack with his uh, wing. A little. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been good. Well, Fox 11 Los Angeles obtained recordings of the communication between the aircraft and the tower as the pilots approached the airport. And we have that recording for you right now. Oh, do we? Okay, wonderful. Let's hear it. Uh, America 1997. We have a good American 1997. Okay, thank you. We're off to your left side or your right side. 
Uh, off the left side of the town. About an altitude. We just saw the guy passes in the jetpack. Version uh, of the jetpack was 300 yards. Uh, south of the LA final, about 3,000 feet. 10 mile final. Over. Looks like I picked the wrong day to quit amphetamines. <laughs> Uh, the FBI told the LA Times that the agency was also investigating the incident. Wow. So they haven't caught the guy? <laughs> no, he flew away in his jetpack. <laughs> That's got to be illegal, right? To fly along airplanes? Oh, absolutely. Alongside airplanes. into the engine. Oh, no, like a bird strike. Yeah, it'd be we like could... that Sully movie. Only, yeah, it could be you know, Sully all over again. Only in the middle of Los Angeles. That wouldn't go wrong. Not at all. I think the worst thing that could happen to any person is whatever is happening to them, uh, he gets played by Tom Hanks later in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> is it Tom because... Hanks is always crashing airplanes and getting lost and shit. Oh, I thought it was because Tom Hanks is a secret pedophile. No, no. That's what I heard from, from the Qs. Oh, the QAnon? Yeah, yeah. See, he's part of that secret cabal of oh, you know boy. obama and pizza gate hillary in the pizza bit basement in, in, in the basement of that pizza restaurant that has no basement nah, that's what the main lamestream media wants you to think oh geez uh, we've talked about this before i know that we have but it's just the, it's the single guy on a soapbox in a park he was the crazy guy and everyone threw like i don't know wads of gum at him or whatever and then he went home but now he's got uh, a radio show <laughs> so and a podcast probably i was uh i was listening to a podcast and they were interviewing a reporter who's like been reporting on this for you know he's like the first reporter who really started reporting on q mm. and he was talking about how it started and how it became so mainstreamed and how it was it, it just kind of coincided with a few things, specifically Facebook. Mm, mm -hmm. And so it started out on 4chan as like some poster named QAnon. And he's posting his stuff. And it happened around the same time that Facebook's algorithm started really pushing groups. Okay. All right. And so there were groups and they were getting, you know, lots of interaction. So since they're getting interaction, Facebook was advertising them basically like suggesting them because these are groups where people are interacting and we want you to interact with people on the internet and blah 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 except that it's you know crazy ass fucking people and so it basically was promoting this nonsense nonsense well so, speaking of nonsense and, uh, indeed let's move on to the next thing shall we we shall and now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. All right. So, you know, school's starting. I don't know if you knew that or not. What? Yeah, it's real. It's happening. So a lot of kids started last week. A lot of kids started a couple weeks ago. And there are already kids that need help with their homework. And their parents are too tired uh, like of like actually making them sit in front of their computers uh, to help. So we're here to help. Yep. We got, we got homework question help. We are the best homeworkers 
because we work in our home. That's right. And my kid hasn't started until next week. It doesn't start until next week. So I am good yeah. to go for this. All right. Fine. Her last day for the week is tomorrow. She's already been, she's got a full week under her belt. Wow. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> she's only trying to move out once. <laughs> this is accurate. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Jason, how can I find the stupid questions of this website? Done. Jeff, give one example of how people controlled water. Ooh, controlled water. Wasn't there a thing with the last of the airbender where there's like a, a airbenders with like a water bender or something? Yeah, it was really good until the Fire Nation attacked. Yeah, the Life of Pi. What was that called? What was that other movie where they controlled water? Uh, I believe the life of Pi. That, that's the one about uh, lemon meringue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious, the by the way. Jeff, thousands of people were buried under the A rubble, B double, C media, D medical. Uh, MCQ English vocabulary. What does MCQ mean? Uh, must challenge quickly. Marvel comic. Q-universe? Q-anon-iverse? Uh-oh. Mm. It's medical. D. Jason, write, have you ever dot 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 question mark questions using the verb phrases, period, two exclamation points, I give points, question mark, all caps, verb phrases, one, act in a play, two, catch a fish, three, ride a motorbike, four, meet a famous person, five, learn a musical instrument, six, Stay up all night, like my daughter. Write six, all caps, have you ever, dot, 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 question, question marks, questions, comma, using the verb phrases. Example, bunch of stars, phrases. Um, there's an arrow, act in a play, bunch of uh, more stars. One, have you ever acted in a play? Yes. Jeff, <laughs> what is the most significant invention of the last 20 years? Um, I would say in the last 20 years, so from 2020 until now. Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say um, coronavirus. Jason, mm. how to paraphrase John 316? Uh, the usual way. Jeff, can you answer? Oh, no, sorry. Jeff, can you give an example of a small error with big consequences? Uh, Yes. You know, like, okay, so, like, you know when you're, like, about to drop a piece of paper, right, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. falling, but, like, you reach down to catch it really fast, but you accidentally punch yourself in the nuts? Mm-hmm, Jason, mm-hmm. how to write a check for one $100? Uh, with a pin in the usual way. Jeff, can you please explain why it's wrong to support and be proud of your race? <sighs> Oh, my clock says otherwise. Um, yes, I guess I could. Jason, where can I find a place to discuss, to discuss intelligent ideas? Well, definitely not anywhere on the Internet. It's on our podcast. Yeah. Hmm. Am I next? Uh... I don't know, Jason. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm next. Okay, that was, go. That was, All right. <laughs> that was horrible. I apologize to our listeners. I was ready. I was ready. You, it was just like a bunch of vocal fry. But Jeff, you, but how can I solve this? Cause two plus five plus three equals one thirty-two. Uh, uh, there, it's wrong. You can't solve that. 
Are they, are they, is this what they're asking their kids these days? Have you seen the crazy way kids do math these days? Am I right? I mean, math is math. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, so someone... Five $20 bills and three $10 bills equals $132. Here's the problem. You didn't even say anything about dollars. That's true. There were no dollar signs or anything. That's horse shit. Well, one more maybe? Sure, why not? Uh, Go back up a little bit uh, to the escalator one. Jason, um, escalator moves at a rate of two feet per hour. At what rate does an escalator move in miles per hour? Uh, Less than one. I'm so happy we were able to help you guys with your homework tonight. Well, we hope everyone's going to do their homework tonight. And if, I mean, really, you should be done with your homework. Well, not that anyone's listening live. If you're listening to this tomorrow, kids, do your homework. Yeah, unless you don't have homework yet. Right. And, then and in which be case... sure to get a, you know some sort of snack to keep you going through that mm, homework time. Take, true. take breaks, have snacks. You'll be more efficient that way. I know for a fact that if kids, if six-year-olds do not go to sleep when they're supposed to, they will get very hungry at 11 o'clock at night. It's because they're up too late. And if they just close their little eyeballs and go to sleep, they won't be hungry anymore. This is true. Even though as, as a person, I know that it sucks to go to sleep when you're hungry. Like, it sucks, you know? But So the other, the other night my daughter uh, said that she was hungry. Mm-hmm. And that she needed a snack. And I had already talked to her because she didn't eat much for dinner. I said, you really need to eat more dinner because you're going to be hungry later if you don't. And she said, no, I'm full. If I eat anything else, I'll throw up. Oh, well. All right. And I was like, okay, I know this is <laughs> bullshit because you just want dessert. But you're going to be mm. hungry later. And then she was hungry later and said, you know, I need a snack. And I said, I'm sorry. You cannot have a snack. I told you you needed to eat more dinner. You did not. You are in bed. You need to go to bed. And she said, you want me to die. <laughs> I will starve to death. Do you want me to starve to death or do you want me to eat? Wow. I mean, the logic is strong there, like for real. And I was like, you are not going to starve to death in the next 12 hours when you wake up and have breakfast. Yeah, You'll be fine. True. I will die. You don't even love me. Wow. Where does she get that drama from? I I don't know. Where does she get that from? I don't know. It's something else. Ooh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, most of the time she's eating like carrots and cucumbers and I mean, she's a pretty healthy kid from what I know. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you know, not eating corn dogs and like, you know, she likes a a, a nice uh, bowl of uh, Cheez-Its every once in a while. But, you know, Ooh. for the most part, lots of fruits and veg. Cheez-Its are good. You know what are good Cheez-Its? The Savorits ones from Aldi? Mm. Uh, I don't even. It, off-brand. Get out of my no, get out listen, of my listen. No. No. You, no. You, <laughs> you eat hot pockets. No. You can't talk hot about off brand. It's a name brand. It's a name brand of garbage. So yeah, I'm I saying eat, I don't Kroger Calzone pockets. <laughs> the Savorits cheese baked crackers have more salt on them than the I regular cheese it's do. This is not a fucking Applebee's. <laughs> when it's salt, I go to Applebee's. So so speaking of Applebee's. Oh. People who eat lots of processed food, mm-hmm. like Applebee's, I assume, are more likely to exhibit a change in chromosomes linked to aging, according to research presented at the European and Inter- International Conference on Obesity and published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Look, so I had a coworker 
whose grandma told him that corn dogs make you stupid. Apparently, they also make you old. <laughs> and fat. <laughs> it's the trifecta, old, fat, and stupid, which is like I, Americans. You could become yeah. our president. <laughs> Look, uh, the corn dogs are an American as apple pie. Have we tried putting corn dogs in apple pie? Have we tried that? <laughs> no? Okay. Have you ever tried putting cheese on corn dogs? Uh, no, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. Uh, Marty and colleagues. What is Marty? Who is that? Uh, you know, I think it's someone who was mentioned, and I I messed it up. I, I apologize. It's all good. Marty and colleagues <laughs> looked at health data for nearly 900 people aged 55 or older who provided DNA samples in 2008. Uh, they're all dead now, I assume. And provided <laughs> detailed data on their eating habits. Uh, three or more servings of so-called ultra-processed food per day doubled the odds that strands of DNA and proteins called telomeres mm. found at the end of chromosomes would be shorter compared to people who rarely consumed such food. Interesting, interesting. So I was thinking this uh, about you know myself or whatever, about how many how much processed foods I eat, like Cheez-Its and like potato chips and and that kind of stuff. And I was like, what do, like, what do skinny people eat? Uh, skinny popcorn. No, I'm just saying, like, what are they eating, like, every day? Aren't they hungry all the time, like me? Uh, no, they probably have more fiber. And that keeps them feeling more full. That's what I hear. I don't know. I, I, so, obviously, they don't, like, they don't buy the – like, I would have to say I'm not buying these things anymore because I don't mm-hmm. want them in my home because then I'll eat them. But, obviously, they just don't buy these things. Yeah. At all. Well, just get yourself a big serving of Metamucil. Ugh. Fiber and... Fiber one. Fiber one. Nah, nah. Yeah, fiber two, maybe. The sequel. Yeah, yeah. It's never as good. So short telomeres are a marker of biological aging at the cellular level, and the studies suggest that diet is a factor in driving the cells to age faster. So these telomeres don't carry genetic information. Uh, they're kind of like at the end of the strand, but they uh, are vital for preserving the stability and integrity of the chromosomes and, by extension, the DNA. If we know all of this, why haven't we discovered discover the fountain of youth yet? Uh, here's the thing. We did. Did we? Is it yeah, Cheez-Its? So I hope it's Cheez-Its. No, there was the, they were doing something with these telomeres in lab rats mm-hmm. uh, and, like, reconstructing them basically or something like that uh and so they thought that that would kind of like stop the aging process in these lab rats and in fact it made the rats younger really yes this is a story and i read it in the news a while back is this uh is this how crisp rat looks so good they just they just strengthen up his telomeres they get them they, they get them longer so they get that stuff that they send you emails about and it, it makes your DNA dick bigger. Oh, right, right, right. So these, these telomeres are the, the dick of the DNA. Oh, okay. That's nice. I mean, they had a Swedish one with a pump, but it just didn't work. <laughs> That's not mine. <laughs> As we age, telomeres shorten each time a cell divides, part of the telomere being lost. That reduction in length has long been recognized as a marker of biological age. Yeah, so you give yourself some telomere Viagra. Oh, and, uh, but if your telomere stays enlarged for more than three hours, uh, you, you got to call your doctor. Right. Telomere about it. 
<laughs> Earlier studies have pointed to a possible link with sugar-sweetened drinks, processed meat, and other foods loaded with saturated fats and sugars, but findings were inconclusive. Hmm. Earlier studies have shown strong correlations between ultra-processed foods. Uh, so they keep saying ultra-processed. Like, what are some examples of, of ultra-processed foods, do you think? Uh, Hot Pockets. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Uh, probably uh, Cheez-Its, potato chips. Any, anything on the Applebee's menu? Yeah, corn dongs, right? Oh, All yeah, my cheese favorite sticks. foods. Definitely like cheese sticks, right? Oh, cheese sticks are good. Mm. Probably Cheetos. If I saw a list of these ultra-processed foods, I'd be thinking, mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, is this my grocery receipt? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it isn't because everything that I wanted is on here. Mm, I had a Nutty Bar earlier today. Thanks, Kroger. Oh, no, Nutty Bar. Oh, I remember Nutty Bars. Oh, they're so good. T so talk about ultra-processed. It comes in two in a pack. So I you know, opened it up and said to my wife, hey, shares these. And she's like, yes. And I was like, excellent. So now I get a Nutty Bar, but I don't have to eat two. Well, you never had to eat two in the first place. They're not individually wrapped. It comes in a two-pack. But you can just waste it. You know what I heard one time? You can't waste it. You paid for it. What are you doing? I Get know. out of here. I, I'm, I'm the exact same way, and this is why I'm overweight. Is I don't, So I'm a big non-food waster. I heard somebody, uh, one of my friends said that she talked to a skinny person, and um, she was like, well, don't you just don't you eat until you're full? And she was like, no, I just eat until I'm not hungry anymore. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Eat till you're not hungry anymore. I stop eating when I hate myself. But don't you... Aren't you not hungry when you are full? Mm, I think there's a difference. I'm pretty mm. sure there's a difference. So you eat until you're not hungry anymore, or you eat until your stomach is full. There's a difference. Mm, interesting. In interesting, my opinion. I, I don't I don't know that in, in practice. Like, I just eat until I, I'm full, usually. Um, okay, okay. So anyway, these early studies shown correlations between ultra-processed foods and hypertension, obesity, depression, type 2 diabetes, and other forms of cancer, um, also known as mm, Jeff. And aging. And aging, which I, I, I still can't see the bottom of the year of your things. So I wonder if uh, – oh, that wasn't on the bottom. I just added it based oh, okay. on what we had read. You know, maybe they can get some uh, – some telomeres and they put them in those uh taffy stretchers you go up to the the frankenmuth there and you can see it in the window it's just pulling that taffy you think we're, people are gonna go to like a clinic in los angeles and get the telomeres stretched yeah yeah definitely it's not a terrible definitely. idea i mean if it if it's science and it works you know why not <laughs> i got a telomere lift don't don't i look great <laughs> you look like a nutty bar <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but I feel like a, I don't know, a fudge round. <laughs> I was going to say a mounds. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Speaking of mounds. Ooh. Venom nice. From <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> uh, venom from honeybees have been found to rapidly kill aggressive and hard to treat breast cancer cells, mm. according to potential groundbreaking research out of Australia. Published in the journal Nature Precision Oncology, the research was conducted at Perth's Harry Perkins Institute of Medical Research by Dr. Clara Duffy as part of her PhD. I mean, if your Perkins are hairy, uh, you got some problems. <laughs> that is true. That's true. You might want to get some bees to sting your, in, in, your, in the tit. 
The study also found that when the venom's main component was combined with existing chemotherapy drugs, it was extremely efficient at reducing tumor growth in mice. I just, I just need to know, are they trying everything? <laughs> like, is this just like the latest in, and like, what if we injected a Cheez-It into the breast cancer? Will that, will that cure it? What about an off-brand Cheez-It? Will that do it? I mean, that's not a bad idea because we, we've learned that it, reduces it causes aging so you make those tumors real old they become grandma tumors they just die <laughs> they just sag and fall off eventually exactly dr duffy hopes the discovery could lead to the development of a treatment for triple negative breast cancer which accounts for 10 to 15 percent of all breast cancers and for which there are currently no clinically effective targeted therapies i thought the uh, triple negative breast cancer i thought that would be on um that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with the the woman with the three breasts. Mm. That's mm. the triple negative breast cancer, I thought. No, no. That if if she got a triple negative, it means she's good. Oh, wait. I thought double negative was positive and then another negative would be negative. Yeah, I mean if it's negative in all three breasts, mm. I think she's okay. But if it's if it's prognosis negative, is that good or is that bad? Uh negative there, big Big guy. Okay, good. The research showed a specific concentration of venom killed 100% of triple negative breast, ca breast cancer cells within 60 minutes. Wow. With minimal effect on normal cells. We found that the venom, venom from honeybees is remarkably effective in killing some of these really aggressive breast cancer cells at concentrations which aren't as damaging to normal cells. Dr. Duffy said, I'm just happy that Dr. Duffy is called a doctor now. You know, good for her. <laughs> she got her doctorate based off of the honeybee tits or whatever. <laughs> That's what I got from this story, honeybee tits. Uh, a component of the venom called melitin. Melitin? Yeah. Melitin. There yeah. you go. Uh, had the effect... Of killing. The killing effect. The killing I mean, effect. That sounds not like surprising that this is something from Australia. Everything's yeah. trying to kill you in Australia. Right. The killing effect sounds like the latest Morgan Freeman movie. <laughs> With Ashley Judd. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the researchers reproduced the melatonin synthetically and found it mirrored the majority of anti cancer effects. Dr. Duffy did not want to use words like breakthrough or cure. Um, but I assume she used words like goddess and um, sparkly and unicorn princess. I'm the shit. <laughs> uh, and she stresses this is just the beginning and much more research needs to be done. Of course. Of you course. Know, How do you milk those honeybees of all their venom? You know? <laughs> well, actually, they explained how they did that. Oh, did they really? <laughs> uh, they they put them to sleep with uh, carbon monoxide uh, and then put them on ice and then extract the venom out of their dead bodies. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a horrible way to go, I guess. Yeah, I mean, peaceful in his sleep. Yeah, sure. Not screaming like his passengers. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. You know, it's things like this that make, you know, Trump's... Have we tried injecting bleach in it? Have we tried that? Have we tried something? Like, have we tried sticking it with a honeybee? Has anyone tried injecting bleach? I mean, we <laughs> we assumed it would kill you, but like... No, no, it, it will kill you, yes. That's, but that's has anyone we... done it, though? 
Oh, I'm sure that they have. And are they dead? You sure? But Absolutely. where's the study? Where's the scientific study that says injecting bleach will kill you? I mean, well, with how some medical treatments go, you probably don't want the answer to that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I know that injecting bleach will kill you. I'm just saying, where's the research? Look, I'm just saying maybe we could get some tiny bees to sting all of the COVID cells in your body. And, and- I, have you ever had a really bright flashlight at night and like shined oh, we- it through your hand? We could get uh, the bees really tiny flashlights when we inject them into you so that they can sting the COVID and you can follow them around. It will be, you know, blinking under your skin. Have you ever put a, put a really bright flashlight underneath your nutsack and then like seen the light that comes through there? Have you ever danced with the devil on a pale moonlight? I'm just saying maybe there's a light bright enough that could shine through our entire body. I don't think a light bright is bright enough to do that. All right. But you can get one on Amazon and try. I'm sure you can get anything on Amazon. The new the new light brights are so much smaller because it, it's basically like the flat screen version of the old uh, CRT uh, light brights. That's true. They're using LEDs now. Yeah. But they tried to jazz it up with like it flashes and stuff now. Ugh, quit jazzing stuff, you know. Just give me my light bright. Give me my incandescent bulb. Let me burn myself on it. Let it melt some shit. And we're fine. They should... They should have done like a crossover. You know, that's what they would do now. Like a light, bright, easy bake oven crossover. <laughs> Except know, for with LEDs, the stuff takes 30 years to cook. Uh, I don't think that's cooking. I think it's just drying. Oh, right, right, right. Remember that was like a complaint uh, back when um, Obama took away our light bulbs? Remember that? Uh, we can't do a light bright. No, it was the easy bake oven. Like, how are kids going to learn how to cook brownies and easy bakes? I don't know, in a fucking oven? In a real oven, instead of using the heat from an extremely inefficient light source. That's how inefficient <laughs> right? it is. You could cook brownies on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't proof that we needed to get rid of incandescence. Look, look, it's a freedom brownie, okay? <laughs> okay. Is there, it, it is, doesn't make you. It doesn't make you older. That's a hoax from the liberal media. Oh boy! So enjoy my Trump freedom brownies. <laughs> Available at the Trump store. Except for I don't like the brown ones. I prefer the blondies. Make make America and Easy Bake Ovens great again. Okay. Make again. America make America bake again. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was at our professional developments last week and. I think our principal uh, kind of shot us a look because she didn't know why I and another teacher were like kind of laughing and chatting. Okay. But they were talking about their plan for like reopening and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And they used the slogan, build back better. Build back better. Which is a Biden slogan. Really? Uh-huh. And so we were like, isn't that Biden's slogan? I was like, yes. And she's like, oh, I wonder if they realize that. That could be interesting coming from a charter school. Yeah, that's a horrible slogan, though. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's their main slogan, but it was a slogan that they were using right. for a while. Like, I think it's it might be like the slogan for the their COVID response. Like to build back better. Oh, okay. Yeah. To not yeah. just go back to how it was, but to 
rebuild it in a better way. Oh, that, I got gotcha. That works for everyone, basically. I mean, I get it. It's just not fair. It doesn't flow off the tongue. Build back better. The, it's not like hope and change you could believe in or whatever it was, Obama's was. Well, I'm, I'm sure Jeff Bezos hates it. I'm sure. Speaking of him, speaking of that guy. Amazon was. Yeah, no, you do it. It's you. Amazon was looking to hire two intelligence analysts charged with tracking labor organizing threats inside the company. They're talking about unions. The company recently posted job listings for a senior intelligence analyst and an intelligence analyst, both based in Phoenix, Arizona, that would be part of its global security operations global intelligence program. Wow. We should fight them in this docking bays. We should fight them on the trucks. We should fight them and never surrender. <laughs> you know, I was thinking uh, last week, uh, oh, it wasn't on the pond, but our, our we had continued uh, a chat after the pond last week with our guest. Um, oh, my God. Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Sorry. Yep. And he said, uh, what was the guy's name? He was like, nobody lives forever. That guy? <laughs> General oh, Patton, gosh. right? Yes. I, think was, I don't remember I now. Think it was, it, it was General Patton or something like that who said it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's from the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Look, nobody lives forever. Right. It's like when they got turned into animals. Come on, men. Nobody lives forever. <laughs> um, I've I been mean, turned into a cow. Can I go home now? <laughs> that's basically the Trump response to uh, – covid right <laughs> i mean after the whole rnc acceptance speech they're talking to some trump admin person uh, about the fact that they're lined up like sardines with no masks on and he said look you know eventually everyone's gonna get this thing that that's i mean the, that's the official <laughs> and meanwhile ben carson's twitter oh no was like Oh, I understand now. Oh, I get it. Actually, he's still tweeting. <sighs> you hear about that? No. Yeah, so Ben Carson, who died of COVID, his his Twitter account is tweeting that COVID is not that deadly. <laughs> it killed me, but it won't kill anyone else, I swear. So the these Amazon job listings drew widespread scrutiny, which everything from Amazon draws widespread scrutiny. Um, from worker rights groups and other critics. And by early in the afternoon, Amazon took down both job listings from his website. But I'll bet they're still hiring these people. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just, like, chained it. And Amazon's spokesperson said, The job post was not an accurate description of the role. It was made in error and has since been corrected. But they didn't say how it was inaccurate. Right. It was inaccurate in that they didn't think people would complain about it. Yeah. Uh, well, we're just trying to, you know, do some labor busting. Yeah, what's what's the problem? What, 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 what? Right. You can thank labor unions for things like the five day work week, the forty hour work week, and uh, my six year old is she's not asleep right now, um, but she's not working in a in a like a cotton mill. Although, <laughs> if we had kept child labor, we might have been competitive in the global market. You know. <laughs> Yeah, we can pay kids a lot less than adults, you know, because they have no experience, literally. I mean, it's that's like an internship. You don't have to pay them at all. Yeah, exactly. And and they benefit from it. And they should be happy that they're getting these little kid internships. 
Well, beginning in March, tensions developed between Amazon and warehouse workers, with employees claiming the company hadn't done enough to protect them from coronavirus. Mm, the company drew further, further criticism after it fired three outspoken employees of its labor practices. Amazon said it fired the employees after they violated internal policies. Policies, I assume, such as don't be outspoken about our labor practices. <laughs> Do not question, dear leader, Bezos. <laughs> he he is here to help you as he goes home with his $200 billion, becoming the first person ever worth more than $200 billion. That happened last month. So, right. you know. So here's what capitalism will tell you. If you don't like working there, just get another job. And they will adjust their policies accordingly. No, they won't. Exactly. They'll, they'll find some other schmuck who needs money, fuck them over as hard as they can until they quit, and then they'll find someone else right. because you are an expendable thing. You are a spent casing is what you are. Yeah. You are there to do the thing, and they'll find the next person to do the thing as well. Right. And if you don't like it, go work at McDonald's, I guess, or whatever. Which is yeah. not an insult. I, you know, people that work at McDonald's, good for them. They got jobs, or whatever. But eat at McDonald's. Someone's got to do it. Right. Oh, I hate it. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, I, I am. I think they should get a union in there and fuck up Amazon because clearly, Jeff Bezos is making enough money. Yeah, but you know, I if ordered. He's at I ordered some five Chinese five spice um, seasoning from Amazon like yesterday, and it got here today, and I'm very happy with that. And it was five dollars instead of a million dollars. I don't yeah. know. I assume. And uh, I'm just saying. I so how much stuff do you do you or, uh, order from Amazon? Uh, we order a fair amount from Amazon. Yeah. Same. Uh, but I also think you know, clearly, if the owner of Amazon can amass $200 billion, then something should be done and the money should be redirected toward the workers. Right. I agree. Toward the workers or just toward the American people. Like once you, once you reach oh, yeah. like tax a, a dollar before like being worth a billion dollars, like everything you'd make just rolls over back to the American yeah. people. Like, yeah. We'll give you a, plaque or something like congratulations first place but the billionaires are job creators <laughs> it, it i mean we don't we don't comprehend that much money no like it doesn't make sense to people how much money that is you're like oh 200 billion dollars i mean uh, you th you relate that to like the idea of 200 dollars or 200 thousand dollars like but 200 billion dollars is an obscene amount of money an obscene amount like, of money you you can't spend that much money in your lifetime 200 billion dollars it's it's so much like jeff bezos is what like 55 or something like that he's like in his 50s -ish. yeah yeah so if he like lived to 100 for him to spend that much money he'd have to spend four and a half billion dollars a year to get rid of it that's 12 million dollars a day he could be putting that back in the economy, which is well, what they you know, say he'll you know, do. The best way to put it in the economy is give it to the employees. Oh, that's true. So the, the um, people are only making you know thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. You give them a thousand dollars, one hundred percent of that is going back in the economy. Oh, absolutely, because they have to spend it. Right. Yeah. They're not going to save it.
So we've mentioned this on the pod before, but uh, a million seconds is 11 and a half days. And one billion seconds is 31 and three quarter years. Mm -hmm. The difference between a a million and a billion. If I had a million dollars, I would retire immediately. A million dollars? Yeah. That wouldn't last you very long. That's what you think. No, I mean, if you take your salary and multiply it by like 10 or 11, you're probably at about a million dollars. So that gives you about 10 years worth of, uh, you know. That's fine. So I'll I'll just get a job in 10 years or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> no, you won't, because you'll have a 10-year gap in your resume. No one's going to hire you. you're right. Yeah, that's, that'll last me like, uh, yeah, that's funny. Well, I guess I'm not retiring ever. Like, but seriously, <laughs> like, though, like, I'm not, I don't want to make my current salary. I don't need to make the rest of my life. If I get a million dollars, I'll buy a house, and I'll have a thing, and I'll be fine. But I don't want to get into this with you again, because now I'm living on, on the thing, and now I'm irresponsible uh, for living on a thing, and it's still going to affect me. Living on a thing. What are you talking okay, about? A commune or whatever. No, you're not, that's myself. not the problem. The problem is like a million dollars isn't going to last you that long. It is if you own your own stuff. A, but a you million dollars? A million dollars is not that much money. It is enough money for a person to live on. For a few years. Wrong. People are people are making minimum wage and living barely do you want to live on minimum wage barely why not if i can live on it why not you can't live on it no one can live on minimum wage. if i could live on it i said there's there's literally nowhere in the country where minimum wage will pay rent i know i get it i get it okay all right listen all right talk for a second i'll do some calculations and i'll prove you wrong uh you're not gonna prove me wrong okay so you buy a house uh, average american house two hundred fifty thousand dollars that's a quarter of your money is gone just on the house, uh, you add your like. So you, know, you don't spend a quarter of a million dollars on a house. Spend a hundred thousand dollars on a house. Fine, a hundred ten percent of your money is gone. And you've got to eat. You've got to have electricity. That's going to run out very, very, very quickly. I don't know, man. I mean, me and my teacher's salary. Uh, that's not that many years until I I've hit a million dollars. Maybe I'm just thinking about it in a like in an ideal world you should be able to live on this. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean in 1970. No, in 2020. The world is, ex- the world is expensive. In now. an ideal world if it's 2020 you can live off of minimum wage. That's what I'm saying. $7 an hour? No. Yes. And I in no. an I listen, in an ideal world. Don't try to no, prove in, me wrong here. In an here. ideal world the minimum wage would be higher. So that it matches the prices of the mm. consumer nowadays. In an ideal world, you could adjust anything either way because it's fucking ideal. So all mm. of your costs go down to meet the minimum wage, is all I'm saying. But that's so inefficient because then you have to adjust millions of little variables where you could just adjust the one variable bringing it up. We're not talking about practicality here. We're talking sure about Sure we are. Idealism. It's an ideal world. You have to be the most practical. If you keep talking like See, this, I'm, this I'm gonna, is, I'm this gonna is hit why my dog. you'd be. This is why you'd be totally fucked over by a malevolent genie. Okay. You, you, Would you care you to gotta, expand on that? You got to get. The, <laughs> you got to give the specifics. Okay. If I ever had a job that would be awesome, it'd be a malevolent genie. I like how you were like, no one can live on minimum wage, but what about malevolent genies? 
But you should be able to live off of minimum wage. That is what minimum wage is about. And whether it's seven fifteen an hour or seven fifty, whatever it's now, or fifteen, even fifteen an hour is going to be obsolete in a few years. I'm just saying you should be able to, in a perfect world. Anyway, as a malevolent genie, you wish for a million dollars. I'm like, cool. Here's a million dollars in pennies. Okay, yeah, I get it. I, I get the malevolent genie thing. I get it. It's great. Wonderful. I mean, what is living, Jeff? Do you want to live on minimum wage? What's wrong with living on minimum wage if you can do it, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, because so, you can't I guess, really do it. What, that's but you can because people minimum? are doing it. People are, people no, are and, and admittedly, they are, they are just scooching by. Scooching, screeching. Uh-huh. Scoaching do you think by? They, do you think that that's how they want things to go? No, of course not. So but, that's what But I'm they're saying. still alive. What's the point of being alive if you can't really do things? Well, the question is, what is the point of being alive? To do things. To, to experience life. To experience what? Art, the world, food, Coronavirus. Music, travel, sports. Working 40 hours a education. week until you die. Uh, trying to find houses that you can't afford, wishing for uh, a higher minimum wage, which will never fucking happen because our world is shitty. I mean, a minimum wage will happen at some point. Well, yeah, it already happened. It, it did happen, and it will. No, happen. a higher minimum wage will happen. Yeah, it already happened. We went from five fifteen to seven fifty to what and ten a, or something. And right? a higher minimum wage at this point will happen sometime in the near future. Right. Good. So, what's wrong with work at minimum wage? So, I guess part because of because it does part not of, provide you enough to actually live a satisfying life right so that's fine so i get that so what about people that are not able to work anything but minimum wage jobs what about them do they not deserve to be happy why can't they be happy working minimum wage i'm not saying so, they can't be happy i'm saying it doesn't provide you what you need in your life to have a full and complete life you will go through life missing out on lots of things because it does not provide you enough to do all the things that you would want to do with your life all right Obviously, we're going to get to an agreement eventually, and we'll convince one another. Um, how long do we have on this podcast? Another 20 years? All right. Good. So, Jason, what did we learn today? We learned that there's a hearse in the river, apparently. And, and I get tired of talking about shit. <laughs> That's what we learned. <laughs> uh, we also learned uh, that, you know, there's a guy in a jetpack flying by airplanes, and he hasn't been caught yet. This dude's still out there. I'll bet he's and making he ha- more than minimum wage. And he hasn't been caught in the engine either. So good on him. <laughs> Not yet. We learned that junk food makes you old faster. And fat faster, I assume. And everyone on minimum wage knows that. And we've learned <laughs> we've learned uh even even if you make minimum wage, if you get stung in the tits, it'll cure your cancer. <laughs> so if you can't afford Medicare, uh you just run around to the uh, honeybee hives and have your Boobs flopping out. I, guess. I have okay, so I have a story. All right, I have a, it's just, it's a short story, but it's a story. So, um, I so we we were just talking about some friends and I were just talking about how like you know um like the the roasting phenomenon where you like poke fun at your friends or whatever. Yeah, like even though you roast them and it's poking fun, it still kind of brings them down a little bit, right? Yeah, um, we've talked about that a few times, I think, on on the pod. Yeah, yeah, and I'm st- I'm guilty of it too. I I I. I make fun of people a lot. I, you know, I no excuses. Whatever I, I do it because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
the uh, the point is, so I was I was hanging out with a friend's a friend and at uh, their parents' house, and I kind of poked fun at the dad. I was like, uh, I forget what I said. It was something really innocuous, like, um, just something dumb. Like, are you sure you want to wear those cargo shorts or whatever? I don't know, something dumb like that. Mm-hmm. And I was working at Steak and Shake at the time, and he goes, "You want fries with that? You want fries with that?" you want fries with that like he kept repeating that over and over again and like i think he looked down on me because i worked at a steak and shake and dude i'm just doing the best i can of a viewpoint right yeah so i'm wondering like um so when you when we talk about this stuff like (sighs) my thoughts so when you work at a let's say a burger king for example Mm. you're not mm, Gosh, it's not that you're not doing the best you can. Is maybe what I'm I might be thinking where my thought goes with this. It's not that you're like lazy because you're working at Burger King, and that's what a lot of people think is if you if you work at a minimum wage job, it's because you're lazy and uneducated and you didn't do better for yourself, and it's your fucking fault. And I don't think that's the case. I think people work minimum wage jobs because they have to because they have to feed their family, they have to pay rent, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, do you blame someone for working a minimum wage job? I mean, what do you mean blame? Do you blame them for it? Like, why wouldn't they work I mean, minimum wage? they applied for the job and got the job. Right. Should they quit <laughs> just because it's minimum wage? I mean, I imagine... I, okay, I've worked a minimum wage job before. Mm-hmm. And I always was aware that that is not a job I will be at long term. Right. So... Yes, I quit a minimum wage job because I wanted to not make minimum wage because that's not enough money. Right. That's true. That's not even enough money to pay for gas to get to and from work sometimes, which is shitty. I just I just don't want to feel like uh, I just want to feel like I'm we're talking down to people that work like that flip burgers. There's nothing wrong with flipping burgers. If that's what you want to do with your life and you're happy, go to it, bro. How many people do you know, though, who are like, I want to flip burgers when I grow up? It doesn't, I, it, I don't know, man. Nobody wants to, right? Like, there are some people that want to be a chef, but you, don't, you can't be a chef working at Applebee's or, or you know, Wendy's <laughs> or whatever. But, I mean, if someone is, it, so I have I believe, met people. I believe the Applebee's chefs are called microwave artists. <laughs> yeah, Chef Mike. <laughs> so I'm like my artist that's funny so um i have met people that in my you know many jobs that worked had minimum wage jobs and they were you know they were just chill about it they didn't really like of course they felt like they were going somewhere and whether they were or not i don't know but they just were just chill about it they're just like you know i'm just working here to make some money i just got out of jail i just graduated mm-hmm. high school or whatever i'm just working here to make some money and and whatever mm-hmm. but they're not like down on themselves about it they're happy mm-hmm. they just know they're working a shitty job right now mm-hmm. right now know. yeah i don't know hopefully someone understands what i'm saying and it's obviously not you and i don't even think it's me at this point <laughs> <laughs> uh but we also learned that uh, jeff bezos is a son of a bitch um making 200 billion dollars every minute or whatever um, while his people make well, Amazon, I don't know if they make minimum wage. I think they make a little more, but it doesn't matter. Uh, they were up to like uh, I think they announced they were doing fifteen. Yeah, overworked and underpaid. Yeah, That's but it. yeah, you you can't pee and you get fired if you try to unionize and right. 
I'm just saying, if you're making $200 billion, there should be some profit sharing going on. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, of course. Of course. And he has $200 billion because of those workers. Sometimes, man, I just want to get high and just wax poetic about stuff and just like so, – so here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing with me and you, and I think, I think uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about it right now, but <laughs> – I think with me and you, like when I talk about stuff, I'm not trying to convince anybody of my thing. I also don't want to be told that I'm wrong, even if I am wrong. And I know that's a fault. I get it. Don't tell me I'm wrong about that. I just want to like talk about like uh, positive ideas and and expand upon them, you know, in a way um, where I feel like I can – I can expand upon the ideas and my mind can grow based on the conversation instead of being shut down in the conversation. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying, man? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The last week we learned that the conversation, oftentimes the job is not to find the truth, but to get rid of the bullshit. Mm, yeah. Well, true story. Also like uh, the job you that find- I have now, like uh, people that, People that work in um, like retail and stuff, like the worst part you had to do as a retail manager or restaurant manager was go in the back for an hour and be on a conference call because you had shit to do. You had, a, you had an order to place and you had an inventory to do and you had people that were clocking in and out or whatever. Um, but in my job, the meetings are the job. Like I attend meetings mm-hmm. as my career <laughs> pretty much and make decisions based on, on the meetings and, you know, it's just, it's just a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you can't disagree with me. That's what I, This is why I was hesitant to bring it up. I don't want to never be disagreed with. Um, but just sometimes <laughs> I just want to have like an, a conversation that it opens and expands the mind. Man. Bro. Bro, and this hour has been an hour and 25 minutes, if you believe in time. <laughs> All right. You want to agree to disagree? I never agree to that. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying that that the the Savorites Cheez-Its are as good as regular Cheez-Its, and I, I don't do anything off-brand. I do not think you could tell the difference. And I want to. I've always say wanted that kind of thing all the time. I know. I've always wanted to do a taste test with you, and and this whole the last eight, six, eight months or whatever, we've not been able to, because uh, we've not really been. Uh, in-person recording, but I want to yeah. I want to get you on the mashed potatoes. Uh, now I gotta get you on the cheeses. I'm gonna get you on a. Uh, uh, but honestly, you probably can tell the difference. Pepsi. Yeah. It's okay. So I get okay. <laughs> I get that difference. <laughs> and I've tried like off-brand Coke, like Big K Cola or whatever. I taste the okay. difference. I can get it. I, get I won't it. even drink Pepsi. Really? As an oh, you're not here. really a Northerner. You're a Virginian. I forget that. What is is Pepsi a northern thing? I think Pepsi's like a northern midwestern thing. Yeah, I'm pretty the, sure. Pepsi is horrendous. No, that's fine. The worst. Coke Zero is where it's at though. Uh, d- disgusting. Anything diet, awful. Have you tasted Coke Zero? I have. Okay. I did, did the tasting room when we came down to visit you in Atlanta. We went to the world of Coke. And they had Coke Zero back then. I think so. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. How long has Coke Zero been around? I don't know. A, a minute, I believe. A, a, a hot minute. Or a, a nice, cold, refreshing minute. Yeah. I uh, was watching, um, uh, what do you call that, American Horror Story? 
Mm-hmm. And what is that guy's name? The one name? about uh, prostitutes? Sure. Uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, the short guy, Leslie. Nope. No, wrong. Wrong. Odom. Leslie, what's his name? The short guy, he was on uh, He was on Will and Grace. He's super popular on what, Instagram now? Oh, I know who you're talking about. But yeah, you know you're talking about the short I, I guy with the actor's name is. He's with the southern accent. Yes, the short gay southern accent. Hi, Will. How you doing? Yeah, and he, on American Store, a horror story. He said, uh, "God, what I wouldn't give for a Coke Zero right now." And that's exactly how I feel, like <laughs> all the time. So, um, according to Wikipedia, uh, Coke Zero was introduced in 2005 as Coca Cola Zero. But in 2017, the for- 2017, not team, the formula was modified and the name updated, a change which led to some backlash. Of course, nobody likes change. But I think uh, the reformulated Coke Zero in 2017 is what I like three years ago. Interesting. But that would confirm that while we were down there, there was Coke Zero. Indeed. 